0: Hey, what's up? David Scales here for the Surf Splendor Network. Welcome back to the show. I wanted to just let you know about the format of today's show. I'm going to lead off with a three-minute interview with the CEO of the Surfrider Foundation, Chad Nelson, who um, just has some really important information to share with us about a, a cause that we can all get involved in. Then I'm going to launch into the main portion of the show, which is the heated debate, the face-off, the long-anticipated face-off between ashton goggins editor at stab magazine versus Chaz smith of beach grit so look forward to that and then at the very very end after the outro of the show i'm going to tack on an additional little epilogue which i recorded when Chaz and ashton entered the room together there's just a little exchange there that i thought was worth listening to but doesn't fit into the uh, debate format so stick around at the end of the show for that until then here is chad nelson and then immediately into the debate enjoy the show All right, Chad Nelson, CEO of Surfrider Foundation. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: Good to have you back, actually. Yes, that's true. Uh, Second appearance, but we've been utilizing your quiet room as our home studio for the last couple of months, and so wanted to say thank you for that, firstly.
1: We're happy to do it.
0: And we always just kind of um, call to action for listeners to become a member of Surfrider Foundation, but I wanted to ask you, what... Is are there any specific causes that are particularly relevant at this moment that we should illuminate? For yeah, listeners? absolutely.
1: Um, the you know this is I think arguably the biggest threat to sort of our oceans and surfing we've seen in decades, which is um, President Trump and the Secretary of the Interior Zinke you know proposed opening up ninety percent of U.S. waters to offshore drilling. So this is the whole East Coast, the eastern side of the Gulf, the whole West Coast. You know California hasn't had uh, oil drilling you know, interest since the eighties and the Arctic. So huge, huge threat and a huge overreach. So it's a big, big deal, big threat. It's a campaign that Surfrider's really focused on. Um, if you go to our website right now that's blacked out and says drilling is killing and you can get all the information about the campaign. And uh controversially, they just weirdly enough, they announce this plan. Four days later they take Florida and pull it off the map. Good news for Florida, obviously, we want him to pull every state off the map, but um, clearly a politically sort of, you know, showmanship, uh, a sort of special favor to the governor, Rick Scott of Florida. Um, You know, he's running for Congress this year. So it seemed like political maneuvering. It was just really odd. It's got everyone scratching their heads. Now every other governor and every other state, Republican and Democrats, like, hey, how about us? We want, we want off too. But, is um, is the
0: implication that trust or Trump has a lot of business interests and land holdings I mean, in Florida?
1: Yeah, I, you know the. I, I don't necessarily know if this was the direct motivation. Of course, but yeah. Mar-a-Lago is there too, and i you know, it's like, hey, we wanted to drill the ocean, but not in front of my place, right? So, uh, but you know, at the end of the day. If we can get a really massive mobilization of the public opposed to offshore drilling, um, I think that's how we stop it. Coastal communities have like everything to lose and nothing to gain. Um, Coastal tourism and uh, recreation, you know, a much bigger industry than oil drilling and already established and a lot of jobs for a lot of people. So, this whole idea of bringing sort of resources and jobs to these communities is not, I think, a really real argument sure you know we've already got a really thriving coastal tourism and recreation economy absolutely. why mess with it yeah. so that's our big issue uh drilling is killing if you go to our website you can learn about how you can get involved um as an individual and i think anybody who surfs loves the beach and the ocean should be invested in trying to help us stop this
0: i think yeah it's incumbent upon us and yeah them, so okay so surfrider.org yep hey that's thanks again it. yeah yep. appreciate it you got it thanks Welcome to Surf Media Face-Off 2018. To my right, we have Ashton Goggins, representing StabMag.com. And to my left, we have Chas Smith, representing BeachGrid.com. My role, David Scales, is as the moderator. I know both you guys personally. I patronize both of your websites. My goal here is to provide an unbiased platform for you both to express your views and then discuss your counterpoints. You will both be given equal time rules of conduct. I don't care about civility, Uh, I don't care about cursing, but we are at the Surfrider Foundation, so let's respect their office rules. I'll present the topic to a specific person, you will give your response, the other person will be allowed to retort, and then you'll be allowed to debate the topic until it's exhausted. I can silence your microphones if you're preventing the other person from communicating their point. Ashton, firstly. Stab Magazine is owned by Sam McIntosh, you are the editor, and you're here as a representative. Does Sam know you're here, and does he approve?
2: Uh, he,
0: he doesn't care. He thinks it's pretty funny. <laughs> okay, so I would take that as an approval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds okay, free. cool. So let's start with opening statements. There's no need to rebut each other's opening statement. I'll pull topics from each of your statement for the discussion. Uh, just use this opening statement to state your purpose for being here. Ashton, you drove from further away. Why don't you go first?
2: Oh, um, I mean, I didn't prepare an opening monologue, uh, but yeah, I'm here because I'm so excited to do this job, and it's been such a positive experience for me in so many ways, Um, and I felt so supported at different times by different people, Um, and that's always made sense to me. It's always felt like that's the spirit of this industry, you know? It's like, at this point, we're all trying to make the best work that we can, um, and that's what I spend my time doing all day long. Um,
0: why come here to debate Chaz?
2: Oh, because I, I, I'm, want to ask more of Chaz. As a writer? No, yeah, as, as a, as a person, as a friend, uh, as a, a guy who loves surfing, um, and as a, you know, a person who I think deep down has a moral compass that I relate to.
0: Very good. Chaz. Do you have an opening statement?
2: Yeah,
3: I mean, I I, I didn't prepare one either. either but I'm, Thanks,
0: guys. I did all this prep work. <laughs>
3: I'm here to uh, shit on stab, I think, firstly, um, but really mostly try to make some entertainment. Uh, the media landscape and media being a story, especially in this day and age, I really like. I, I know that most people don't like, but that's something that I find very enjoyable. And so I'm, I'm happy that Ashton came. Um, And I want to rip his head off in debate.
0: Very good. Okay. First debate topic of discussion is uh, Chaz's mudslinging tactics. Ashton, what is your stance on Chaz constantly criticizing Stab?
2: Uh, Bring it on. I mean, truly, it's. I think that the people that go to your site still go to our site and look at our stuff, and they go to our site to you know, to engage with what we do, which is, I think, very different from what you guys do. Um, and rightfully so. I think that, you know, we, we're, we're tasked with producing um, a certain type of material um, that's entertainment-based, but um, we also have the budgets to do longer form features and to produce these big projects and, um, and to do real good for the, the surf industry that we all love and get behind, um, that I think is a noble pursuit. And that's what I'm proud to do every day.
0: Is there anybody at STAB who feels animosity about the way that Chaz slings mud?
2: Um, No, but I think that there's some young kids who looked up to you for a long time, um, who probably get their feelings hurt a little bit, um, but who, more than anything, are just sort of disappointed in a way because when you look up to somebody, in a weird way, you want to end up in, to some degree, in a position like them, um, and I think it's a little bit depressing to think that if you pursue this sort of like path, that you end up a 41 year old guy bitching about 23 and 24 year old kids writing about surfboards and surfing and that stuff.
3: That's exactly where you do end up, though. That's the trouble. This is not a noble surf journalism. Not is Not true. a noble pursuit. Yeah, you, you end but up. Yeah I
2: think that I think foolish. that you can make you can you can say that and you can drag the the sort of conversation into that space as much as you can which i'm trying amazing at doing it's incredible to watch (laughs) you know like you are truly one of the most clever motherfuckers that i've ever known um and me being here is case you know is case in point to that like you fucking outsmarted me into sitting down here and and letting you rip my head off right Mm. but no i think that um what it comes down to is just a matter of respect you know what i mean like you have to understand that those kids are, they're learning how to be writers doing this. And they got started writing for you and Derek's blog when you guys started it. And I think that's rad. I think it's a, it's a, it's a really unique opportunity for them to, to garner experience from you guys and learn a few things, some of which are not helpful for their jobs that I've had to like, you know, uneducate them from. Um, <clears throat> because it's not helpful, I honestly believe, to doing a good job at what they do. Um because you have to admit to me that there is dishonesty in some of what you do or disingenuous uh, angles or approaches how do how do you mean? Well, I mean that you you are trying to get a rise out of people and because of that there is always going to be some, something disingenuous about it um no I think uh,
3: my, my passions bubble very close to the surface and I, I Pivot on a dime, but when I'm when I'm feeling something, or when I'm angry about something, or up in arms about something, it's ge- it's always genuine emotion coming out. Like it's a genuine it's a genuine reaction to whatever the thing I'm reacting to. Even if it blows over in five minutes, for th- those five minutes that I'm wailing on my keyboard, it's genuine.
2: Yeah,
3: it seems exhausting. No, it's is that fun. Not, is it? Oh, sure. I mean, it's just who I am. But but yeah. back to the back to the kids. The if kids look up and want to become a surf journalist. Then part of what I would I would tell them is sharpen your elbows and go out looking for a a black eye because treating because because how that's the way everyone else works like political journalists, fashion journalists, every other field they're out sparring and either digging for real truths or sparring with other media. Can you give
2: me some examples of these people that you look up to that you think do good work that that it requires Norman that site that sort of approach to where you're getting punched by people
3: norman Mailer stabbed his wife in the heart with a pen knife it's those kinds of guys right it's it's i mean to me it's it's norman Mailer, hunter thompson yeah. uh tom wolf uh was less of a of a scrapper but it's it's those that generation of new journalists to me um not that they became the story uh is less interesting interesting to me than the fact that they're out there scrapping like up one side and down the other and i don't mean scrapping necessarily by by physically fighting but I mean, getting in the mix. Like, have you read? Oh, uh, damn it! I just got a new Norman Mailer book that's absolutely incredible. Where he basically takes on feminism. A new I, mean, book. I got it. <laughs> I, it's new Norman
2: to Mayler, me. Norman Mailer died in like two
3: thousand and one. No, he did, he died not that long ago.
2: But no. the, any, anyhow,
3: this book is this book is new to me. But it was it's fantastic how he he honestly goes after feminist like seventies feminism in a brutal bloody nose kind of way, which. That's entertainment to me, and and that's what we're about. And yeah, this, totally. this so, but, that's, but, but, so let's, so let's talk quickly. about that. So
2: think about what he was bringing. Think about the subjects that he was taking on. Sure, he's taking on feminism, which you know that, that famous debate between him and uh, and Gore Vidal, where he punched exactly. him in the face, and Gore Vidal. So what did he say? Exactly. Norman Mailer again is at a, lo- a lo- what is he at a loss for words. It's
3: good. There's a video. There's a video you can put on.
2: Yeah. Um, that's fine. Dude, do you want if you ever want to debate subjects that you feel are um, you know, whatever, uh, salacious or whatever, that's fine. We, I would lo- Dude, I would love to, to if, you, if that's the approach that you want to take, so let's do it the way that you've done it with Warshaw. I'll but, fucking sit and talk shit with you all day long. You know how much fun I'd have talking about that stuff? But that's not what you're doing. What am I doing? You're tr- you're literally just trying to make Stab look bad because you have a I'm personal vendetta against...
3: That's not true. I, I don't try to make Stab look bad. Stab makes itself look oh, bad. Oh, okay. I, I,
0: so I, I, I just just, I, I
2: Next
3: I
0: question. just teed that up. That was beautiful, oh. Chaz. What's your objective with criticizing other media outlets and specifically Stab?
3: Okay, great. Thanks, David. Uh, <laughs> um, to me, we live. It, I, I totally get that not everybody enjoys, you know, me going after the media, whether it's the inertia or Stab or whoever. Right? It's boring to some people. To me, it's a lot of fun. When I wake up and I see something that, and I know I do it too much, and I know I, it's low-hanging fruit, and I, I go back to that branch time and time again. I criticize, you know, I should be doing other things besides that, but when a, when a story is just sitting there on that branch, just hanging so low and so juicy, it's really, it's difficult for me not to just go grab it and take a big bite. And um, the reason I do it is, I guess, primarily because I'm entertained by it, and it makes me laugh sitting at home. When I first started writing for Stab, I think it was pre-internet, I mean, pre anything being online in, in any real way. And so I only wrote for my own pleasure, right? Because there was no reaction to it. I, I was re- in America writing for an Australian magazine. I wouldn't get the magazine for another six months or whatever after I wrote the piece. So writing became for me, uh, you know, of course, telling stories and this, but a form of self entertainment as much as anything else. And this is really entertaining for me when. Stab does something, or the inertia does something. L- lately, I guess Stab has just been doing more things that I think are—they're um, easy to pick on because I just think I think Stab's the way they approach the magazine approaches advertorial is disingenuous and it's not good. And I think that
2: which I think is is that's where your like completely skewed worldview comes into play with what you're writing about. I think, but I just think it's, it, it, I, think it, it, it's, I think it's you bad advertorial. Totally. I, I mean, I've listened because David, you know, I'm, I very much love David and I'm very excited that he's got you on the podcast because I think it, it builds up his um, audience and brings new people in and it's, it's rad. And so I've listened a few times and I hear you come on here and just spout total fucking nonsense. About what though? I mean, the, the bad rhetorical thing, I know it's, it's a, it's a, it's a very clever jab and that's fine. It's like, you know, like it's, it is what it is. You can t- you can make fun of stuff, but, but know, it's just bad advertorial. But, Right, right, so listen. So it's I don't not know how, good All right. Editorial. So so we pay the bills by having advertisers come it. and give us money. I get it. To produce content or to syndicate content. That is the business model that Surf Magazines work on. Sure. I don't know how you pay your bills. Your wife, I know is the breadwinner, she pays most of your bills. You probably have to do things for your wife that you that probably not your favorite things to do. You probably have to go to the grocery store and buy shit that you don't want to go buy and go deal with people that, you know, you'd rather probably just sit at home and do exactly what you want. That's not true. I like going uh, to the grocery store. Would you rather have somebody do it for you? Uh, no, I... I oh, honestly give me a fucking like break. break. Okay. Yeah, if you so. want? If, uh, that's fine. Of course, we would absolutely love for Stab magazine to be a pure magazine that's run by 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 user you know support i'm not Uh, saying everybody wants to be npr
3: i'm not saying that we're not you think beach grid is npr beach grid is not i love advertising i do not think that beach
2: grid is npr NPR, and i think that beach grid's advertising model has an amazing potential that you guys could take advantage of if you guys weren't such dicks and didn't seem like you guys would be real pricks to work with and I think that's a real bummer for you guys because you guys take low blows that, that cut into your potential because you and Derek are fucking smart guys. But that's You not- guys are great writers and people really love what you have to say, but you guys get in your own way constantly.
3: I think, I, I mean, I completely disagree and think when we do advertorial... You've written and-
2: two posts about... The, let's talk about the Oakley Prism thing. That was good. You, I sure, was totally. We put out a surf clip, okay? It that had so a bad. filter. No, no, it was, it it was, was so terrible. bad. It was two waves of Julian Wilson in yeah. one clip and two waves of fucking, uh, was it Ethan Ewing? Yeah. Oh, but the writing and everything was terrible. No, the writing was, the it writing, was terrible. the writing was a, was a, it was, was a very, very transparent plug. For what we were doing and what they were selling. This no, it was it was glad handy. T- like glad handy. It was
3: glad handy. Totally, completely uh, denigrating your own audience, like treating your own audience, and that's really what I think bothers me most about stab. Is, did
2: you go and look at Oakley's site after when you when you clicked on it when you were going to look at the prism stuff because oh, you were no. Like, no, please, yes, you did. You went. No. And t- you re- okay? You think I went to Oakley's website <laughs> from that horrible advertorial? No, what would but, have driven me there oh give me a break uh, i mean wh- what you can sit here and look me in the eye and say that, that I took, to go and look at what we were talking about you I didn't that, go and reference it you had the video so then you don't on know your what site. you're talking about you, ha- I, you, don't I, know, you don't know what product that they're saying you
3: ta- i know you right it's a prison lens you talked about it i read your thing why anyway if you're doing good advertorial why am i going to have to go somewhere else like it should have been a one-stop shop for me right i should have wanted to buy the glass at the end of that you don't it was sell done, stuff
2: why would we be a one-stop shop in what in what media landscape is there a one-stop shop? What are you talking about? You have to go Staff click page? on something to go to another you, site. You, you used to be a one-stop shop. Yeah, there's a massive modifier in there. That's a big deal. Which, which is, which was something that's been frustrating to me. Is because when I came on board when Sam bought the company back. I got such lovely notes from you and Derek. Totally, I was Stuff proud. for you, man. You know, it's going to be real hard for us. Smartest decision Sam ever made since starting the magazine. 100%. That's what Derek said to me. Well, that's I, I wrote that to Sam. Yeah, oh, that's great. <laughs> What we've done, the stuff that the edit, the, the editorial work, is has gone, me it's gone, action, it's gone into You've the ground. You literally called me and said, "Not since, and not has got its swagger back." The blah, day, blah blah.
3: Day one, day one, you did pretty good. It started well, and it's gone
2: into a horrible pit. give me a break dude i had we had an interview with kelly slater in between fucking christmas and new years when there was no one doing anything we put out 16 films with vans mining the triple crown for trivia that people found super fucking interesting we got over th- between all of the views we got 3 million clicks for that project uh-oh we got don't bring up numbers give me a break we had kelly slater <laughs> I, commenting I on numbers. stuff going great story people were psyched on stuff that we were doing we we launched a podcast with Shane Dorian and Nathan Webster that you
0: went to go shit on without even having listened to I never on the podcast.
3: podcast. Did
0: I? I don't remember. <laughs> I, I mean, we talked about it. I just don't remember what our stance was. Uh, but let me interject real quickly. Chaz, you said that your objective here is basically to rip apart stab. Is there any concern that... All of your discussion is only driving traffic to their website.
3: I don't. I. I don't care. I link stab every. I hope people go to see stab from from beach grit. Right. Like I link every single story. I have. I litter links throughout every story I put on. I have. Like I don't think that. You know. I think that in stab's model. I think part of the. And I know in talking to Zach Weisberg, the inertia's model is you don't talk about others because you don't, you want to keep people inside, right? Which it feels like that's true about Stab too. You don't want to link out. uh, You want people there. I have no problem sending people everywhere because I believe in what Beach Grit, the Beach Grit voice, I think is what it is, right? Whether you like it or dislike it. So I don't care somebody, I want people to go see other stuff. I want them to go to the inertia. I want them to go to Stab. I want them to go to every single surf media out there. Like We're all part of this world, right? And It's not like, it's not a zero-sum game. One click for stab doesn't mean, you know, minus one click for beach grip.
0: Okay, follow-up question. Chaz, are you concerned that your tactics in small doses, they might be tolerated, but in excess, they might leave you isolated from not only your target, but also potential advertisers and your very readership? Adam, a commenter on Beach Grit, wrote, quote, this contrived war between Chaz and other mags slash sites is boring and frankly a total flogfest by Chaz. Really, Chaz, are you so bereft of ideas that you think anybody outside you is interested in your little war of words with some other wanker that writes surf columns? Yeah.
3: Exactly, and I totally understand Adam's position. Um, but but go back to <laughs> mean, first exactly. Just, I, here's I the pivot. It. No,
2: I love it. This is so I, to- funny. I totally
3: understand. I totally understand that that Adam, amongst probably a handful of others, many others even, are don't enjoy this spectacle. Right? They don't enjoy this media war. I, on the other hand, am getting a massive kick out of this. And once again, uh, I can I can try to write for some you know, straw man that I don't really know to, to write for some vague audience that I'm semi unfamiliar with. Um, but I like and I do that, you know, I mean, I try to, to write stuff that people will enjoy, but I also have to write for myself. And I think it's really funny. And as long as I think it's really funny, I'll keep doing it. That's part one. Part two, I think Adam misses the point that Never before, in my lifetime at least, has the media itself been such a story, right? So, whether you look at Trump's war against the media or whether you look at media outlets' wars against each other, today it's, you know, it's CNN versus Fox News or whatever. But um, do you enjoy that? I love it.
2: Why? Because it's fun. Doesn't the world feel fucked up right now? Wouldn't no. You? No? You're... No. Give me a break, Chaz. Uh, to, to me... All right, it's... so listen... I... But wait, I... no, no, you... I'm not you... done.
3: Hey, oh, okay. hold on. Go for it. Uh, so like and not only so today we have CNN versus Fox News right or or Trump versus CNN or whatever or fake news uh you know back in Watergate era we had the New York Times versus the Washington Post and of course of course they were covering a real thing right they were sparring over Watergate and this that and the other thing but they were trying to beat each other to this thing and they would beat each other up in the process before that we had the the beautiful day of yellow journalism where uh The newspapers would print just straight lies and started a whole war Uh in trying to beat each other up to me This is super entertaining and I and I get that it's not entertaining to everybody to me It's funny and not only is it funny. It is the zeitgeist of the time Mm -hmm. not only that I think my criticisms against surf media Mm -hmm. are Especially the inertia and stab
2: who I go go after most are completely valid. Okay, so this week, wh- how many pieces did you, did you write about the Quicksilver thing?
3: Oh, uh, I think I got, to da- I got to day five
2: before I bored myself. Okay. And so that was directed at us? Yep. Specifically? Specifically. Because it's a surf story that didn't get told? Exactly. Okay. Surfer didn't write about it? Yep. Surfline didn't write about it? Great. Okay. So those are surf media outlets that you can engage with and tear apart and try and and pull them into this conversation, but you don't. Why don't you pull Surfer Magazine into anymore? I do from time. No, you don't. You haven't since you started that column because you bent over and jumped on whatever. That's not true. What do you mean? You you jumped on whatever meager slice of of the Enthusiast Network's pie that you could get. The moment that I left, you slipped in. It was amazing to watch. I got a text message from Michael Cimarella with your (laughs) screen grab that said, checkmate with your with your uh what was it the weekly grit it's been what what's the weekly grit wasn't that what you were doing for surfer magazine did you forget (laughs) the name of your your own column the
3: weekly it was the weekly grit huh i can't remember the name of the
2: column (laughs) and then you immediately (laughs) (laughs) which you know i know that you know todd and i have our disagreements and that's fine you know like we todd is the leader of surfer and he's doing his thing and i i have nothing but hope that that magazine doesn't- Surfer's,
3: Surfer's not doing anything offensive right now. Surfer is being what Surfer is, which is a big tent uh, for a lot of different people to come in and a lot of different voices to be shared. I think they're doing a fine job of, of oh, what it. they're doing. Well, I, was,
2: I wasn't done talking to chess. So you, that was what I wanted to do when I started at Surfer.
3: Is be sur- is what they're doing now?
2: No, is to, to have you come and to and you guys to do that, to be able to, to, to bring you guys in. And Great, to- so what's your problem? So they do it and and immediately, what did you do? What was the second piece that you wrote? It was talking shit about a wave score that a little kid from Spain found in Africa and went on this trip of his absolute fucking lifetime and scored the craziest wave that I've ever seen. That was shit. Let's be honest. You're nuts. The, no, was, no, he definitely could have gotten was, more waves. The wave was a I can't shit. wait yeah. to go back to that you, wave with the people that I've met and go surf that wave I can't and get you're so this up. fucking barreled there. I cannot it's
3: believe you're bringing be this up. It's going to be nuts. That, that wave or the one clip
2: he had, the one half clip he had of maybe oh, a barrel a somewhere break. along the line. You're was, such a kook. You would you wouldn't know a, You wouldn't know a wave like that if it hit you in the face, Chaz. How many... How many? I cannot believe you're bringing this up. This was That wave right there was routinely criticized across all platforms yes no Uh, ask david a bunch uh, of people were bummed that he didn't get a better wave and a bunch of people because there wasn't Uh epic clips of it and because it was a kid with no budget Uh traveling around with a filmer that could barely get the footage because the wave
3: was so long if there's no clip it doesn't exist a b b don't you doesn't that create
2: some mystery about that wave no
3: but you jumping up and down and saying that that was the that was the discovery of the century or whatever i said
2: i said it was the it was the most exciting discovery since mixed wave you you guys went crazy. No, we didn't. You no, you you just, lit up with exclamation points about it. I wrote a profile not, about Nacho thrilled. Gonzalez, who is one of the most. Yeah, incredibly but you had, interesting you wrote, kids you wrote wrote who charges than, around the fucking world i know you loved would,
3: everywhere he goes uh, by you too who just, you and nacho became real lovers during that during dude, that you street. should
2: meet that kid you I would love doubt, him dude i
3: don't doubt that we partied
2: in san sebastian we, oh, we partied in it. barcelona we, worry,
3: it, was am- it. it was it was it was i trip. read about your parties
0: yeah so ashton you just mentioned that Chaz wrote five stories about you guys not covering the uh, quicksilver billabong merger In one of those five stories, you replied to Chaz's comment on the article on Beach Grit, and you wrote, quote, Honestly, I read the interview, put it at the back of the line, we've got some guys on the inside looking into it into anything interesting, instead of just regurgitating the same press release. We'll get to it. End quote. Also, 4 months ago you published a rumor about this merger. No, we didn't publish the
2: rumor of it. We published that they had put an offer in. Okay. So if you Still published At the no, time no, no. you published so you No, published, we had we had we had sources on the inside that had confirmed it. I don't
0: my point is if it was newsworthy before the deal happened when it was projected to have happened, why isn't it newsworthy now that the deal actually happened?
2: Oh no, it's it is it's totally newsworthy. I think it, I think it's one of the biggest stories of the year. Um, and I don't think anybody knows what it is right now, and that's what we're doing right now. We've got people trying to figure out how those two companies are going to come together, and what that means for those people in those positions, because it's going to be a huge, huge blast to a, that, you know, to those companies. I would imagine just merging different departments together, um, and yeah, I think that it's um, it's uncharted territory, and I think it's worth doing a proper long-form investigatory piece, and that's what we're doing. It's going to be. Um you know, we don't have stories like this that come along that often right. that you can sink your teeth into and dive into. And I'd rather do that because you can go and read all any information you want about the business side of it in the Wall Street Journal who's that's what they do is financial reporting on the back ends of corporates of you know, of, of corporations, which is you know I was super interested in the
0: story. I mean so Chaz's articles were about you guys not covering the story. And then on day five, Chaz, it seems like your own commentators turned against you. Sure did. Duma said, quote, Dusty Payne just broke his neck and tried to drown so that you'd have something new to chat about. Stop banging on a naggy ex-wife. End quote. That's perfect mm. right there. You wrote, you wrote five, six stories? Yep. About me. Five. about, mean, five. Five, about Might have been Six. Five or six stories
2: about us not writing about Quicksilver and Billabong. Shame.
3: Sure. Shame. A pox on your Dusty house. Dusty
2: Payne. You know, you've know you met Dusty. You wrote about him in your book. You've known Dusty since he was pretty yeah, young. Yeah, yeah. He's a really, really sweet kid. Yeah. Fucking built like a goddamn ox. Yep. Took away the back door and cracked his skull, broke real, his jaw. Real bummer. You guys didn't fucking write a thing. You
3: want to know Why? Why? Uh, because because generally when I've written about Dusty Payne I've made fun of him and so I thought it was inappropriate for me to write about Dusty's honest why
2: if none of it if it doesn't if what you do isn't actually that important or it doesn't hurt people's feelings why wouldn't that be the time to to put down that veil and say oh I can be a genuine you, fucking human being right now and say about? hey I, I might make fun of Dusty Payne sometimes but I love watching him fucking surf especially when he's coming from behind and I'm I'm bummed that he's you know it's a bummer it's a real bummer I, I didn't do it and Derek didn't do it either so I
3: don't know. there's Two half-time riders at Beach Grit versus yeah. uh, how big is your staff? We have how many full-time staff, and have, what percentage of your staff is Beach Grit? <laughs> that's a different
0: question. <laughs> no, we'll get to that. Uh, so no, no, we'll, so let's uh, go
2: right into that. Let's go right into that. So, so you, you always so that's that's one of the big gripes is that, is I that no I have no is I, that Stab steals Beach Grits. No, right? it's just a funny thing. So there's shit. there's there's you know there's a barrier for, uh, for entry to to the surf media that a lot of kids. Who are coming up you know they do not understand and sure. there's two pathways now that are pretty easy which is to email you and derek and you guys put them up because you guys you know you'll take pretty much anything that people will give you if it's halfway decent and or you go to the inertia that's how that that stuff happens and people read their stuff that and is they submit absolutely it. not true it
3: is absolutely true is, i don't know <laughs> yeah. what the hell ashton's talking about derek and,
2: and that's, so that's what they're doing no so, are derek you guys get- are you guys paying staff members and like bringing on writers yeah Really? Yes. And, and and living wages so that they can be like career surf journalists. Uh no, but but here's the no, thing. No, no tell me how. I mean, honestly, okay, so. what what does the Beach Grip business model look like for a for a writer that wants to to go there and make a living as a surf journalist? Don't fucking make your living as a surf journalist. No, that's the, the wrong, that's a bullshit answer. It's not how, a
3: bullshit
1: answer. So if, if
2: you're saying that we're stealing someone, there has to be some 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 lack of value add to their life that oh. is that is being that's unfair. I don't we I don't. we provide we send people on trips. Fantastic. We pay them with, with health insurance, and we pay their salaries. We make sure they get paid they're, on they're, time. They're
3: people who shouldn't be getting paid to write, to be that's honest. A, that's it, it's, such a. It's one hundred percent true. You're a forty
2: one year old man, exactly, who lives in a house in Cardiff that your rich wife bought you, who's never worked a full time real job in his entire fucking life, and you're sitting here telling twenty five year old kids who you know love love what doing fuck what are you they're
3: doing. About? I'm gonna shut your mouth for you, Ashton. No, you know, shut not, it right now. No. Oh, I'm close to fucking pounding your face, you motherfucker! No,
2: how you do you, action, how do you, you don't get off criticizing twenty-five-year-old kids who are trying you, to make a, a think, very,
3: very modest living? You think I've never worked a full-time job in my life?
2: What? I don't know. What have you done?
3: You, you just told me I hadn't.
2: Well, that, I, I'm making assumptions the same way that you do, Chaz. And all I know from you is what you tell people, and that's and that's what I take from it.
3: Well, what did I tell people about my about my working, Ashton? I never talk about my fucking wife. You mention her one more time on here, I will come over there and pound your fucking face. In.
2: Oh, and oh, that's the on, Chaz. Ashton, don't
3: don't mention her name one more time and watch. I didn't mention her name. You said your. Do not say the words "your wife" to me. Oh, come on! All Shut the right. so fuck I'll, up. You
0: I'll, talk I'll, shit about people I'm all fuck day you long. Up,
2: How is that that oh. sensitive of a of, of a spot
0: for uh, Let team, me so, jump in and you. attempt to detour here. Chaz, in that series of articles on day five, um, when I said the commenters turned against you, you basically—you never wrote a day six. Did was that conceding to the commenters' please, for you to stop? No, I,
3: I need to. I six. need to do day eight today. I. I got, no, real quick. I bored no, uh, dude, don't threaten
2: me when we're talking about I this stuff. fuck dude. you
3: up, Ashton. Don't say no, no, one more thing about no, that. No, just dude. shut your mouth right now, Ashton. I'm warning <laughs> okay. you. That's your. This is your last warning. Don't talk no that with more. me,
2: dude.
0: No, seriously. Oh, fuck you. guys, guys, okay. Do
2: not talk about my wife.
3: Do not talk about my wife again. I'm again. not talking about your wife. Do We're not, not talking fucking talking talk about, about my wife, Ashton. I'm
2: not, not talking about, about my You do not about talk I'm about I'm my say the word your wife. Sit down. Sit down. How do say say you make a living, Jeff?
0: No, sit down. I'm asking you. Tell me if you're
2: so upset about it, then you must. Then tell me what it is. Hey,
0: I think the point's been made. You made your point. We'll stop it here. Let's move on to the next topic. What? I'm warning you. Hey, it's on the record that he's clearly upset about it. Well, we don't need to continue to dig in if somebody's not comfortable talking about
2: it. Okay. that's All Right? No, that's amazing to me. You're a journalist. You ask hard questions.
0: Hey, it's okay. You made the point. You made the point. You don't <laughs> need to continue on. You made the points been made. Hey, quick little interjection here. I'm cutting in and recording this about five hours after... We recorded this episode. Um, I spoke with both Ashton and Chaz after this recording, which we continue, by the way, after that altercation. We all agreed to keep the fight in this episode with nothing cut out of it. But we also agreed that you'd probably be dying for a physical description of what just happened. So um, I'm just going to give it to you just very matter of factly. They were both sitting in chairs with a small coffee table between them. Chaz got up and lunged onto Ashton, put his hands around Ashton's throat and ostensibly tried to choke him. Ashton obviously was surprised by the attack, pushed to his feet and they were both standing in a clinch. There were no punches thrown. um, And it should be stated that Ashton didn't make an attempt to even fight, but I think that he did protect himself just by kind of pushing Chaz away. I jumped up to separate them. I was able to do so. We all sat back down. I got them to sit down. I sat down, and we attempted to continue. So here's that conversation.
2: Let's all get right, to okay, what we like okay, the best okay. about Grit. No, 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 no. No, let's do it. I I apologize if, if me bringing up your wife was, 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 was a sore shut subject. Up, shut your mouth. Totally. Right? Advertising.
0: Yeah. advertising. Yeah. Something that's come up a lot so far in this conversation. Chaz, your co-founder at BeachGrid, Derek, wrote a story entitled, Proud, My Board is Made in Cambodia. In it, he laments that an unnamed Beach Grid advertiser exhaustively delayed payment for past ads and eventually only made a partial cash payment and a partial payment in surfboards. Why not name that advertiser?
3: Uh, I just think in respect respecting that relationship, what it was, I, uh, I think I'm so happy to air our Dirty Laundry, Beach Grid's Dirty Laundry, but I don't feel that good about airing, like, you know, I don't want to throw anybody else under the bus, or and Derek doesn't either, so it's it's easier in those things just to go <laughs> go unnamed
0: ashton Chaz wrote a story about sam telling advertisers not to advertise with beach grit quote stabs co-founder sab mcintosh has spent the last few years quietly and secretly telling the brands that dare advertise on beach grit that they are out of the vast they are locked out of the vast surf stitch empire pre-collapse and various project projects post collapse most recently, he called a partner and told him that their relationship was going to be strained if Chaz wasn't put on a leash, end quote. Has this ever happened to your knowledge? And presuming that Chaz's information is correct, is this ethical?
2: Oh, so, um, yeah, I asked Ch- I asked Sam about that, what, what, what you guys were talking about, because you didn't, I don't think you named names in that speech. No. Okay, yeah. So, from what I understand, and we'll do the same out of respect for the advertiser for you guys. Um, the, the the person that he's talking about is not an advertiser of stabs he's just a you know old friend of sam's who sam's helped out a lot and it has a super long relationship with um and that person called sam asking him a pretty big favor and sam i from what i understand said well you've got your boys over there that you advertise with go have them do it like that's who you're spending your money with that's it like if you want to go if you want the, you know some help yeah Go to the people that you're supporting. Like, you know, he's going to go and support the people that are supporting him or that are, you know, at least not trying to support a, uh, a, an organization that is very transparently trying to
0: destroy the, the, the publication that, that he built. Right. Which... When you're hiring for a small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. And there's no faster or effective way than through LinkedIn jobs. totally free that's linkedinjobs.com surf to post your job for free terms and conditions apply i mean that's that's business and you when you talked about the uh quicksilver billabong merger story that you're working on you referred to it as journalism yeah this is a question for both of you it's been widely accepted that surf media has long avoided real journalism because some of the ugly details would negatively affect totally the very brands that buy advertising have either of you ever declined to tell a story because it might jeopardize a relationship of a brand that advertises with you
2: no I've, I've had I've had hard time getting access to stories sometimes just through uh, you know team managers and stuff and stuff like that sometimes but no I've never had a, you know we've never had a, a brand come and say you can't write about a subject I've had um, you know we like we went and saw the, the Andy documentary last night um, and, you know, we can't write about that. Why not? Um, because it's, you know, you sign an NDA until they, you know, they know what the um, the release schedule is and stuff like that so that they can announce it and then you can write reviews about it.
0: So that is coming out? That will be released, that film?
2: It's incredible. It, I swear it is one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. It It fucking broke my heart and it made me realize just how little you get from, Stories like what you write, when you're throwing people under the bus for whatever it is, and I think that you know with the Andy situation, I think it was amazing because you were on the inside of that, and you did a you did such an amazing job with that story. When I look back in hindsight, it like an, it was an awful job. No, no, story. yeah, no, I did. A wait till you job. watch this movie, man. You will feel so vindicated in that in that piece that you did no, for surfing about it, the family thing and was, all that. Stuff. It
3: was, I mean, no, to no. that I, and <laughs> and I guess back to your question of what do I do for money? Uh, I'm directing a movie second book is finished and going to be published so that's what i do i write and the beach Grit. i don't get money from right uh my wife is amazingly successful how and do we I, get back I, to
2: this i just asked you a question about because I'm, I'm i'm
3: i'm segway <laughs> no no into, he ended the subject yeah, no i'm awesome. segueing into this yeah uh,
2: and so yeah so let's talk about the lisa anderson thing what's going on with that documentary
3: i mean i don't care to talk about that right now but um all to say that so so that's what i do alongside beach grit is Books and same with Derek, right? Derek doesn't take a dime from Beach Grid. He has a bestseller in Australia now. God bless the I them. cannot
2: wait to read that thing.
3: Um, Is it going to be available in the States? No. but uh, Why not? I mean, I think you can get it on Kindle or something like that. It's free on Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, why don't you guys but, just
2: get a bunch of them to sell them? I bet you guys would sell fucking 500 of them. You put them on the site for sale.
3: Because you have to know Bob Hawk and whatever. Like, I mean, it, it wouldn't. I mean, yeah, whatever. But anyway, all I'll back to the question I've totally spiked, spiked stories based on. This is going to be bad for Beach Grit advertising wise, right? Like, I mean I think it happens across the across the surf spectrum everywhere. Um, I do it at Beach or not all the time at Beach Grit, but I've done it for sure at Beach Grit Spike Story because I thought, damn it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't really deal with advertisers that much, honestly. Like, I don't really, you know, it's not like... Because you guys have to handle sort of publishing and editorial I mean, it's just, and it's just me and Derek, so... Yeah, Chaz, yeah. I, I
0: don't know that you've ever claimed to be a surf journalist, but um, I think that's definitely a need in the surf world. We need true journalism. Ashton, is that something you guys are interested in pursuing? Of course, man. Yeah, I think that you
2: strike a balance that, you you know, the, the, the only business model that seems to make sense in 2018 for a surf media organization... For them to be able to do any sort of long form or real rich r- reporting yeah. is you have to have a robust, you know, financial model. And so we make money from doing non endemic sponsorships and having beer companies sponsor, you know, tours and stuff, which, of course, is not what we want to do. But what it does is it it gives us the money so that I can, you know, I've been trying to hire actual reporters and writers that can that can go and do the type of work that I've always wanted to read and that I got to read when there was money in those magazines when when Chaz and Derek were starting you know and and, and Sam were doing stab in See, the early but, days and there was tons of money and But okay no. that's how that he, stuff got he, funded
3: you guys he, Here's the thing here's the thing about that and and also back to yeah what I did before and and back to also like whoever young surf journalists who should come up and get paid I don't think people should get paid for for their writing until they kind of until there's a market for them right until they deserve it I spent the first at least twelve years of my life, I, I was an English professor, right? Yeah. And I taught English
2: at the college level until. And you were like doing, like you were teaching, like in the Middle East and stuff. Is that what you were doing over there? No.
0: Where were uh, you teaching?
2: At L.A. City College. I mean, it was a. Free
3: oh, really? Require, you're teaching in L.A. You
0: know, fuck
2: yeah!
3: L.A. City no College, way. USC, Long Beach City College, whatever. That's what you do, right? You're an adjunct professor. And how old were you, you? Uh, you know, for from, uh, graduated with my master's degree, twenty one to probably 33 so a good 12 years right but that's the thing is i was writing for stab this whole time or most of it i you know i started writing for vice and and then into stab and i wasn't getting paid for my writing or getting paid a little bit from stab But but i look at uh kids these days anytime a kid asks me you know i want to do or i want to be a search journalist my all i always my the best piece of advice i can give is get a job that gives you enough time To write on the side because if you write for love and if you write because you enjoy it not because you're writing fucking bullshit copy for Oakley Then that's going to both make you a better writer. It's going to give you a better voice Uh, And and to me the voice has value right and your your voice is has is Valueless if you're just writing horrible things, which I feel that's what you're that's what you're you know I don't know necessarily that any of the writers at stab are that good to begin with But they're sure as fuck not getting any better writing there. Oh,
2: that's such bullshit. It's so funny. Uh, you're the only that uh, your your opinion is not shared by all the other people who I whose opinions that I respect and who I look up to, Great, and, and most of whom are your friends and colleagues and 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 who do not have the same fucking weird vitriolic tinted lenses that you look through. Stab. I mean, how much time do you spend just like? contemptuously reading stab magazine
3: i mean i go to stab probably three or four times a day just to see what you guys are doing but it's never with contempt until something comes up that's funny and then it's easy for me to to tee off on that's i mean my i go every day i don't go to the anymore so so
2: what pieces that you, so what, what type of work would you like to be to, to see on stab that you're not seeing
3: I wouldn't like me and Derek to kick you guys' asses every day on normal stuff. I mean like on the what? day-to-day stuff. Like okay, I think what WSL
2: you, breaks yeah. every the wave pool you were wrong on. What other stuff are you missing? I'm am t- just talking to your day-to-day content. The day-to-day content. What yeah. do you mean? Up, I mean, up to the minute news, we beat everybody. What are you talking about? We have we have the uh, best relationships and sources within any of that landscape and we get the stories before you guys do. Do fantastic. not even pretend like you don't.
3: I'll pretend like you don't, because it's true. You you guys beat us sometimes, sure, but sometimes <sighs> we beat you. Beat you. Sure, I, no, sometimes
2: it. you guys beat us, absolutely, but do not oh. say that. We beat you on the daily. Give me a break. And, and also, think about the difference about what we do. We put up eight stories a day with videos, with photos. We pay photographers. I'm we pay again. videographers. We pay, we pay people to make things. And I understand that that's hard to, to like, see someone doing. But you and Derek <laughs> don't get to do that. And that's fine. You, that's... What you guys get to do is to go on there and spout nonsense and to cut and paste press releases because that's what you guys have access to with what you guys are doing it's isolating and so that's you're right all you have to do is to just to you know to foster this voice
3: okay so, let's, so let's, proud let's, of. let's talk real quick about time on site <clears throat> can we and bounce rate stab has a 70 percent bounce rate meaning i don't know any okay stuff. so so i'll tell you uh seven out of ten people who had a stab leave before they click on anything the time on stab oh, give is. Me a pr- that's <laughs> it's true. This is. I'll, we'll post this on. We can post a similar web on uh, on Surf Splendor podcast. So seven and ten leave stab before they click on anything. Where they do you Where do you leave.
2: get this information? Similar, similar web.
3: Similar web. Yeah.
0: Similarweb.com. So you type in two separate you, you web in p- addresses, and they give you the stats on. Google and you site can compare
3: so. the time on stab is a little over a minute. Time spent. Time on beach Grid is six minutes uh the time spent or so it's you guys oh, boundaries I
2: love this bullshit it's true so okay. it's, so
3: it's beach has a 30 percent bounce rate stab has a 70 bounce rate. Stab, time on site, one minute. Beach Grit, six minutes, right? And so people aren't actually no, not engaging. Right. None yes. of this
2: stuff means anything to me right it now means, until, you if, show me
3: any, until you show me some shred of evidence. Okay, we can pull up similar web. You'll see it. Uh, but what I'm saying is your awesome engaging stuff that you're talking about right now is not actually engaging anybody. People are going and leaving before they click on
0: that's really something for Stab to discuss with their advertisers directly. Ashton have your advertisers or have Chaz's negative articles about Stab ever negatively affected your relationship with advertisers? No how do you you
3: said you're not you said you're not on that side. You just said you don't know what happens on the advertising side?
0: No I've,
2: I asked him because I, I always wonder because because you know i, I you know I'm new to this. I don't know how this stuff works as far as like what is effective with dealing with this stuff, you know. Mm. Um, my initial inclination is whenever, you know, like, is to engage with you because I know you and I like talking shit with you.
3: So why don't you engage, though?
2: Why uh, is it?
3: Why, is it is, why does stab and the inertia? I know why the inertia does. But why does stab? Why is the... Because the there's st- no
2: upside to it. Because you because you don't want a genuine engagement because you're not trying to actually foster a conversation. You're trying to destroy stab. Why would that be an engaging thing? That's not fun. That's fun for me. That's fine. That's why. Because I don't because I don't give a shit what's fun for you, Chaz. I, but, I spend my day doing the work that I want to do. Uh-huh. But Th- the work is A, the work you do uh, give me a, a, Shut uh, the fuck up, Chaz. You literally nobody's talking, reading the work you do first. That's Second, not true, dude. We have we have a massive loyal readership mm. that come back every day and engage with us. Mm-hmm. Our commenters, who are also commenters on your site have God, given me nothing but positive reinforcement about hit? the stuff that we've done even in the most backhanded fucking insulting fun ways dude
0: Can we Valiant into porn, Stabbs, the turnaround on stabs in yeah. 8.5 this is actually my next topic uh, in my notes it's not prompted by Chaz, but stabs been known to close the comment section on certain articles commenter pacific north pest wrote quote the comments were off for chloe's wedding but they were on for the north shore beating murder in that case the commenters on stab were predictably awful tripping over each other in a race for the funniest joke about a mom beaten to death in front of her eight-year-old daughter basically not one response with even a shred of humanity did that article not have the right sponsors does stab believe that only the connected and elite deserve dignity ashton what's the policy on the comment on closing the comment section
2: that is an amazing, an That's amazing totally critique. No, it's absolutely true. Um, yeah, the the comment section from time to time is like one of the most frustrating things that I ever have to deal with, and it's um, you know it's one of those things that requires so much time, and I wish that I had more time to sit in there. We you know we do have some people in there moderating, that I think you know we need to do a better job of incentivizing to spend more time in there, and I'm really. Um, you know excited about trying to figure out how to work on that stuff because it is it's you know it's it's part of the culture that was in there when i got there and i've been you know doing as as much time in there as i can but why do you shut them off for some what what necessitates oh yeah so you know it's treated as a privilege instead of a right you know like anonymous commenting is not a a right it's a privilege you guys get to you know the the people get they they sit on there and that's what they do and that's fine but you guys but you guys that's 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 like that's how we're able to run a business, and it's well, not it's not a drastic loss to the comment section. They can go and comment on those pieces in other comments. No, but, but I the think- point is, is that is that if it's a 15 year old kid or it's whatever, they don't have to go on there and read all this asinine, horrific stuff. Sometimes, where you're like, man, it might not be that offensive or politically correct, or and that might not matter to me or to you, and it doesn't bother me. But I have to think about kids man like the reason i the, reason, I, the th- reason that i wanted I to do this is because i was a 17 year old kid looking at surf magazines and i want to feel like a 17 year old girl can go on there and not feel like it's like this super threatening fucking
0: environment what's the policy for closing the comment section which articles do you decide to close the comment section oh yeah
2: closing? yeah so 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 in hindsight that that mean honestly that murder story should have been closed um we were definitely that was a, a massive mistake to leave that one open um but honestly, it's just you don't. It's it's one of those things where you never know which wh- you know where a conversation is going to head south. You know, some in, in in a lot you know in a lot of other sort of tragic things, it's you know you get these sort of supportive things or these people bring up subjects and we have people that write these like amazing pieces about whatever living in Mexico or whatever that, you know there's, when there's an earthquake or whatever we have you know Baldy on the North Shore talking about. You know his experience living in Mexico and the fortitude of the Mexican people, and you know there are these beautiful moments that happen in the comment section, which is why I love it. But yeah, of course, it's an anonymous comment section, and it's they're ripe with pitfalls. And but it's are a nightmare. Hey,
3: it's not anonymous anymore, right? It's it's everybody's hosted by Discuss, and so you, whether or not your avatar is your real name, I mean, I think it's I think to call it anonymous trolls anymore is that ship sailed long ago it's not an anonymous comments of comment course section. it is
2: yeah 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 totally i mean well, with what, what are mean? you talking about it's
3: not anonymous no but it's
2: anonymous to the re- it's, it's it's anonymous to the people no, that because, read the site
3: no because it's not anonymous those voices it may, it may not be their actual christian god given name uh, their avatar, but people develop avatars, and their avatars are—you know—that's right. yeah. them. That's You're saying pr- that becomes their
2: identity, sure, and or, totally. Or, or and some of those, and some of those identities are—they—they—that is—they're built upon ugliness, and, sure. I get that, and, and cruelty, and all that stuff, and that's—and that's part of the culture of it, which is—that's the culture of internet trolling and all that stuff. But but to me, stabs, I, th- I think again if I can if I, oh, and if dude, I, and I, would I level you, another you wanna, we were talking step. about one of the things that I love about Beach Crit dude I love I can't tell you how much I love your guys comment section yeah but but and I it think, and it's because you guys have the you and Derek have the amazing fortune of having the time no. to sit in there and, and write in there it's, it's not it's, it's, it is, you it's, totally it's, you guys, it's, and it's, and, and it's and your readers are so lucky that you guys are in there. It's such a unique experience Derek, being able to go in there and talk to you guys and have you guys engage with them. I'll tell you, Derek, I'm so jealous of it. I really am. Because what are you so busy with? A, but B... I'm busy uh, running a magazine that pays the salaries of 12 people <laughs> in two continents.
3: Uh, what okay. are you busy doing? I'm busy raising a kid, writing Beach Grit, finishing uh-huh. book, and editing movie. Rad. But... but uh, Maybe you should spend t-
2: more time with your kid. Oh, fuck
3: you, Ashton. No, no I mean no, That's like, number two. You're no talking more, about no what I more, do with no my time. More, hey, no more kid out of your mouth either, okay? Oh, Wife God. and kid are off. I, have you heard me talk about your personal life yet? No, but you can. So my personal life hey, hey, shambles
2: right Ashton, now because of
3: this job. Okay, enough. Enough. Um, but I think why Beach Grit's uh, comment section is good is because we don't have a paternalistic attitude toward the commenters. There's no hierarchy. A Beach Grit is a community. Right? Totally. Uh, stab, I feel, is very much not a community. There's this... Hierarchical thing of what the article is, and then you guys pulling the levers, even the way you talked about the people who comment on Stab today, right? I would never talk about Beach Grit commenters that way. Beach Grit commenters are Beach Grit. This is, it's one community. We would never shut the comments off on a story because we have to worry about what they because say, right? You
2: guys don't have anything to lose. That's fine. That's, I, I, and you guys so have the, if, for, the great fortune of doing that. That's totally. That's what. One, what's, that's what's, a wonderful our, feature of great, your guys' site. Our great
3: fortune is that we don't have a ton of advertisers. We're absolutely, get worried by-
2: absolutely, and so it limits what you guys can do. And I, you know, like that's that is the sacrifice that you guys make. You guys have a really loyal readership that's small and really it's, devoted it's, to, to and it's so it is it is it's very no, cool to see and i know that the our advertisers our that you no guys are getting the no, like the non-endemic stuff that you guys are getting the people that are going on there and spending time those non-endemic sponsorships you guys are getting are they're getting such a bang for their buck i promise you what you guys are doing with that stuff is one of the best things that you guys have going for you because i'll we're, give you the, i'll give you a couple we're better,
3: we're better than stab definitely oh. at that so <laughs> but, the, but the real truth is a whatever this mystical readership that you have doesn't exist uh beach Gret's readership is roughly similar to stabs readership in terms of people who actually stay and read stuff there's so many
2: modifiers there
3: that uh, there's not so trying qualify. It's some
2: outlandish statement based on absolutely nothing but that's fine well, but
3: you'll see it on similar web which will go onto the surf splendor cool. uh, website but um, anyway i just think i think that uh beach grit one thing beach grit is is
2: honest and it's true um and what that's, do you mean it's <laughs> How can you say that after all the things that you just said, that you are that you have a, a genuine agenda totally. to destroy a media organization? That I am, how that can I, that be honest and true? What is honest and true about that? It's
3: honest because I admitted it and true because I said it. That's how I'm feeling. That's what, what does honesty and truth mean to you? What
2: is it like being a, a relativist?
3: All in every facet of your life. That's pretty awesome. Except I'm not. It's pretty. Uh, I'm not in every aspect of my life. So there's well, certain parts where you're not. Just this. Oh no. And what am I being what? relative about here? I'm saying that stab sucks. That is what relative That is relativism. I'm saying it sucks, and I write it That's every fine. day. That's
2: fine. You can think that stab sucks, Chaz. I don't. Right. It doesn't. Like Chaz, I don't so think that you actually some, think that. I think yes. that something. you just want to feel like you've destroyed something because you have some personal fucking. No. Slight. I don't and I don't know where it came from, especially ever- with me. Like the last the last text that I sent you before you wrote that thing about Sam, which I had no idea about, was to say, "Hey man, I'm really glad that you're okay. I'm so I cannot believe that you were in Las Vegas with your beautiful family." Yeah. That's the th- last thing that I said to you. I Great. don't have any I don't have any ill will towards Beach Grit. I would I've always tried <laughs> to prop it up to the detriment of my career. Uh. To the suspicion that I was the insider. Always, with any story that Jimmy or any of those guys got involved in at the Enthusiast Network, I was always be- I was always sticking up for you, dude. Mm-hmm. No matter how ugly it got. I always said, you know what? she's just having fun. He doesn't realize. Even when people were like losing sleep at night, when they should be spending time with their kids who were sick in the hospital, <sighs> oh, I had kid. to sit there and go, it's cool. You shouldn't take it personally. Yeah. It's just Chaz. Okay. And I'm here because now I know what it feels like. And I hope you know that. That it, it isn't just fun, for, like... For, you know, it might be fun for you, but it does actually hurt people. Uh, and if that's what you want to do, that's fine, but that's not something that I'm willing to engage with. If you, if you want to argue with me about stuff and be, a, and be the person that I thought you were when I, when I emailed you to want to want to write for Beach Grip because I thought what you guys were doing was noble, then I'm all ears, dude. The door's open. We're at 2808 Venice Boulevard, 50 hours a week. Sam's there. I'm there. Come and talk to us. That's it. So fantastic. Uh, hold let's end music. it there. No, I yeah. got more. No, I, I have to go. Come on, dude. Can Absolutely not. Can you give me five minutes? Yeah, you said you had to be out on at ten forty-five. I don't know. Eleven forty-five. Oh, can you give me five minutes? Yeah, let's do
0: it. Okay, I'll wrap it up. Um, I just want to hold you guys accountable for things that you've told me versus things, actions that are divergent from what you've told me. So, Chaz, you once once told me that Beach Grit, no matter how embarrassing, never removes an article. About a month ago, Derek posted an interview with Maurice Cole telling about going from rags to riches and then back to rags and uh the article was deleted within 24 hours
3: why that was a big snafu of derek had written that for surface journal and it had come out yet <clears throat> and derek had thought it'd been published already and so printed the article and then got an upset email from surface journal so that's why that got
0: will it be republished
3: for sure yeah it was it'll be in the journal and then as soon as it's run in the journal then we'll put it back up
0: couple of closing statements Ashton, how would you like to see Stab Mag improved? Um,
2: I, I'd like to see us just get a lot more organized. I'm like a pretty scattered mess right now, just in my personal life, just moving and getting things, you know, in in order. Taking over the job, it was sort of a sudden thing. Um, and yeah, I want to see us focus on massive, big, creative projects. We're doing a lot more board design stuff. I talked to you about this one. We've got twelve shapers making boards for the most talented surfer in my mind on the planet. Um, Dave Parmenter and Sean Stusey and Matt Parker from Album, who I know has made you an ASIM that you're a good, psyched good on. Guy, man. Yeah, I have to go meet him after this um, to grab these boards. Yeah, Tyler Warren and all these other shapers who I think are just uh, overdue attention from a mainstream media organization. And I think that the the board design stuff is so so interesting to me. Um, I'm working on what I think is the biggest story in like sort of the more sad and heartbreaking sides of surfing that i'm excited to write this year that's going to take a lot of hard and long reporting i'm working on it with rory and morgan we're all sharing a byline on a story um that i'm really excited about and um yeah i'm excited to make some magazines physical <clears throat> magazines yeah absolutely it's spiked you're done no to, yeah it's on hold what do you mean I hate to inform you yeah. <laughs> you don't know anything chad you just know. sit there with you you're a know-nothing person when it comes to this stuff. No, so we're yeah, absolutely printing magazines. Uh, the, the that, print was why, is, that was part of why that's part of why I'm here. The print run has been paused. No, that's, you don't know anything. Okay. Okay. The, print, yes. no, the, the print run was paused when Surfstitch sold the company back to Sam. Mm. Totally. That's exactly mm. what happened. Okay. And
0: he hired right. me Chaz, to come back
2: and to launch, you know, to relaunch all of
3: this. Yeah. Chaz,
0: how would you like to see Beach Grit improve?
3: Beach Grit needs to improve in one, I mean, in every single way you possibly, or it possibly can be improved. We need new, you know, way more original content, original video we need um, to do a lot better job of uh, yeah doing I think um, longer form stories that actually are meaningful Um, we have to do a better job of yeah just per I feel that Beach Grit is um, not nearly not even close to a one-stop shop in terms of you know you can't just go to Beach Grit and get everything that you need for the day uh, in the surf world. And I would like it, not that I only want people to go to Beach Grit, but I would like Beach Grit to be filled out, right? To be to have a more robust offering um, other than just funny, snarky stuff.
0: What's the best part about Stab?
3: I think Stab does really good in um, big projects like Stab in the Dark I think is pretty phenomenal. I think the way uh, the dock was rolled out was you know, I didn't think it was that interesting, but it they smoked it on, you know, getting that thing on everywhere, um, which was I think stab does good in in high concept stuff. Um and that's I think that's the only place they do good in.
0: Ashton, what's the best part about Beach Crit?
2: Oh, um Derek Riley, um, the interviews that you guys do with Matt Warsha, fuck Steve shear I'm coming for that guy. I mean you tried um, <laughs> What's that? You already tried. Oh, I would, it failed. I would love for that guy to write for us. I know. No, I'm so stoked that you guys have that guy. And if you can keep him, dude, I, I, I go to that site every time that he publishes something. And I'm always jealous of it. There's no one that can write like that guy when it comes to contest raps. If I could get him or Doherty, I would feel like I was, like, crushing it. But I'm, I'm going to tell everyone to keep an eye on Mike. Mike Ciaramella. And we're gonna put them on the qs this year okay
0: chaz stabs existence generates a large percentage of content for beach grid totally is stabs existence a net gain for the surf community at large
3: uh i think it should be i think stab um i think stabs history and what stab has been has been totally awesome uh you know like i love that Stab exists um, I think that it's still, unfortunately, drafting off Derek Riley's voice from 10 years ago, um, which is kind of embarrassing when you look back and see, you know, the, just the tone of it is still Derek circa, you know, whatever, whatever, 10, 20, 2006. Um, Yeah, and so I think it's unfortunate. I think Stab should
2: be a lot better than it is or could be a lot better than it is. I'll take it as a challenge. for the and, I, and, I'll, and I'll challenge you. I'm going to write a story this year that I'm going to be more proud of than... Anything I've ever written, and I would love to see you do the same thing. Not as a competition, but just to bring the best out of each other, because if that's not the point of this, then I don't fucking give a shit. To, to write the best you can on the no. surf website? No, to write the best story you can about this stuff, Chaz. About what stuff? About surfing. I am <laughs>
3: doing the best I can every day. This is the best I can do, unfortunately.
0: Ashton, for the surf community at large, does BeachGrid have value and accommodate a market need?
2: Absolutely. 100%. I wouldn't have, uh, I mean, I, I... I'm so grateful to it for the opportunity that I had when I started. Um, I think that the you know the true spirit of it has so much value and it's so fun. And when it's genuine and it's honest, I think that it's one of the most entertaining sites in surfing that's ever existed. I don't
3: understand what you mean by genuine and honest. It's always, That's the one thing it always is, is genuine and honest.
2: No, it's disingenuous and dishonest sometimes. About and what? And that's about, about, about the stuff that we just talked about. We just had a whole conversation about it. You, I, but you, I don't you, you, understand.
3: I say what I feel and then I write what I feel. I don't understand how that's, even if what I feel is wrong, how is that disingenuous or dishonest
0: because you know that it's wrong
3: how do i know, when you know, it's, know i don't it's know it's what's wrong of course I, you do no when i feel it i feel it
0: okay i'm gonna allow you guys two minutes each for a closing statement Chaz, do you have anything you'd like to say before we go out
3: you know i mean yeah i think that um surf media in general i don't know i don't know how it how it thinks that it gets to belong in a bubble that doesn't touch anything else right like in my Estimation surf media treats itself different from all other medias, the lack of the lack of engagement between, you know, surf media, whatever, like magazines or websites is fairly ridiculous um, what are
2: examples outside of surf media that you that you like would sort of point to as examples of stuff that you like where it's sort of like every single Talmudic day, argumentative every
3: single day the post and The New York Times are going back and forth and both referencing each other and challenging each other's you know and when one does something awesome
2: yeah totally uh, but, th- but both those but both those things do the same thing. But we don't do the same thing.
3: We're in surf media. Well, I don't know what, do you, no, what do you think but, you're. No, but I mean,
2: in? like we produce surf films, and we do. You know, we make stuff every day. That's like, you know, we we hire filmmakers to make art. I don't understand so how. You <laughs> guys don't do that. You guys, are, you guys run a, a site where it's just you guys writing, and that's that's what's rad about it. But don't. <laughs> But I mean, There's don't conflate what it is. I mean, wh- you get, what are
3: you saying? Well, I mean, I don't understand what you're talking about. are Are you not the same as surf rider? I mean, I'm sorry as surfline
2: or as surfer. I mean, no, I don't think that we're the same as surfline at all. Oh, I guess. and i would and I would and I would reference surfline if i if, if I had a surf forecast to talk about.
3: I, I guess I just, I put surf and, Media the surf Media, if you're writing and with, about surf with, and without
2: media. the editorial like embargo that Stab has on Beach Grit from the relationship that you have with you know, there's, obviously it's not like an organic relationship between Stab and Beach Grit, you what's know the, what I mean? What's
3: the editorial embargo?
2: Well, that we just don't write about you guys, you know like that was no. their, that's was that been their stance since before I got there, you know, you just don't you don't talk about Beach Grit that's, which sure. is a smart editorial stance. No, it's a, it's a pussy. I, I
3: didn't it's,
0: know there was an actually a stated embargo. Well, because oh, yeah, well, I, I mean, didn't know that either that it was official. Yeah, absolutely.
2: There's no mm. reason to, to I mean like they just don't it's like not worth it to no, them. And I and I completely respect that's, that. No, absolutely not. Yeah, that's it doesn't it doesn't serve I, them any good because it's just it's like a you're, it's like a barking chihuahua, you know what I mean? And I'm here because you know, I have some, you know, I have respect enough for our relationship to come and talk to you about this instead of this passive aggressive thing. But yeah, you guys don't <laughs> do the same thing. We 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 go out and we make work we make surf films and we send people on trips and we and we hire photographers to to go and shoot stuff and we pay people to do these things every day Mm. it's very different Chaz. and i I mean i i know that you i don't did you ever work on staff like in the office at surfing or at at, when you're at stab or you always freelance uh no i was in i was in the office at stab and in the office one day a week at surfing
0: yeah Ashton, you have two minutes for a closing statement. It doesn't have to be about Chaz or Beach Grid or just anything. Do you have any closing thoughts?
2: Yeah, I think that um, I hope that everyone goes and sees the Andy Irons documentary when it comes out. It made me really nostalgic for a period of time where I was a lot less cynical and jaded um, about the surf industry and about the surf world. And it gave me a different look at um, a period of time that, that's, that I feel like people haven't really come back from. Um, that I think will be a really, really remarkable sort of historical moment for Surf Media when that movie comes out. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, that I'm just fucking so psyched to be doing this job and, um, and to be working with the guys that I work with and to be working with Sam and Morgan Williamson and, and Michael and Morgan Mawson and, you know, Kevin Jansen oh, who another, made that there's, documentary. There's the
3: beach grit. Morgan. Morgan. That's him. Not not, not Williamson. Yeah, Mawson is who you're thinking of.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just really really grateful. grateful. I'm I'm very grateful for the position that I'm in. It's it's an absolute fucking dream job. I love it more than anything. I'm so happy to go to work every day. I'm so thankful for all of the fucking talented people that have emailed me and shown up since I took over the job to want to work with Stab because they see the opportunity to make stuff that's beautiful and meaningful and real and that you can get behind and feel good about uh, on top of doing the stuff that's hard and honest and day-to-day. And Thank I'm you. very proud
0: to do Thank it. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Do you think that Zach Weisberg would sit in this room? I hope woman? so. Zach? I hope so. You, think uh, you can get him in? Zach would love it. All right, cool.
3: Because he won't. I already asked him. Uh, you, if you get him, I'll, get him. I already him. asked him.
0: All right, that concludes Surf Media Face-Off 2018. Thank you, gentlemen, both. Ashton Goggins from Stab Mag and... Chas Smith from grit Most importantly, thank you to Surf Rider Foundation for hosting the arena today. Surfrider.org. Definitely get involved, support the cause, become a member. Twenty-five dollars a year. SurfSplendorPodcast.com for everything that we discussed in this episode. Thanks for joining us. Any confrontation? Yeah, no.
2: Confrontation? Oh yeah. What do you mean? It's gonna well, be well, confrontation Why aren't the yeah. mics closer then? We'll
0: get on it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: it's closer to each other. Like yeah. he he put a table.
0: We actually. This table is not arranged this way. When I came in, I made a barrier between you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. I'm
2: sorry, I'm late. I. Uh, you should. know I just signed a lease on a new uh, Venice adjacent apartment.
3: I mean, we're driving from Venice adjacent to here. Driving from Mar Vista to. Yeah, See, I went to ain't fun. It's uh... from Gardena, from <laughs> Westchester. I'm, I'm running out of places to put your office. It's a real bummer. Okay, yeah. uh...
2: good. <laughs> Scalesy's got some South Bay locations.
3: I mean, I'm try- I was I was just trying. I mean, I moved away from Venice, adjacent now to South Bay, basically, which gives me more more possibilities.
2: Well, I find. I mean, I would think that it'd be easier to make fun of us for being. We're trying to be in Venice. In Venice? <laughs> Venice? adjacent is
0: the best of all the jokes.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. Because Gardena isn't even close. No, I know. I know. Venice
0: adjacent obviously has the implication that Venice is super there's, cool. There's
3: there's, a couple in there, though, like Lawndale and Hawthorne and stuff, which are really funny. In, Those in are Venice funny in themselves, enough
0: themselves <laughs> even without the Venice reference.
2: Man, um, I drove down listening to uh, your podcast with Jamie. Oh. So good, man. Thank you. That was like, that. Is that probably the most produced one that you've done yet?
0: Yeah. Like, is no, that the sort of model that you're
2: shooting for? Yeah. So, so good, man.
0: Jamie delivered in that piece, too. Oh, like, sorry. he actually opened up and shared all the important stuff. Yeah. So that's the strength of it, yeah. I think. Well,
2: I, I saw the, the outline. I didn't prepare an opening monologue, but we can start with that. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. I'll, so, are we we're live? We're live, but I'll cut some of this.
2: Oh, whatever. So I'll... Um, but yeah, so anyhow, I was driving down listening to your podcast with Jamie. And, uh, it was making me, you know, cause I'm new to all of this, you know, like Chaz, you know, you were one of the first guys I reached out to when we started doing it, like when I started doing it like three or four years ago. Um, and yeah, listen to that podcast and you know, you have these ideas about what it means to be a surf writer, you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to do this stuff. And for me, Jamie was always one of those stars to steer by. You were for a while, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Not anymore. Um, you know, Lewis, Bill Finnegan. Um, these guys who I've been able to, you know, have as like a council, you know, and I, you know, I enjoyed your council for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phone.
0: That's, you can take it if you need to. No, no, no. Let's do this thing. By the way, yeah, Chaz has to get out of here at oh, okay. 1045, but... Oh, yeah. Go ahead if you had uh, something to say. Uh, Not
3: 1045,
0: 1145.
2: 1145. yeah. No, and... Um, You know, I was thinking about one of the proudest moments of my entire career was sending Jamie Brissick to New York City to interview Raymond Pettibon for the cover of the big issue of Surfer, Um, and like that's the kind of stuff that I've been so excited to do, Um, and it was the kind of stuff that I would talk to Chaz about all the time. You know, when I came down to Surfer, um, I, uh, you know, I met, I came down, went and got coffee with Jamie as I was driving down to San Francisco, and. Had all these, like, well wishes. And it was, like, I was so excited about all the, like, it was just, like, positivity. And then when I showed up at Surfer, I had to, like, shirk this dark, like, halo around me from having started at Beach Grit and having a relationship oh, really? with Jazz. Yeah.
3: I'm a troublemaker. I'm a trouble
2: <laughs> Well, it was hilarious because, you know, I hadn't, I... I found what you did back then fairly, um,
3: see, but now you, now you know, now you know how I'd, oh, I felt, be. I
2: felt, I felt the forks. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, and I was thinking about the morning that the wave pool got dropped. I was sitting, getting coffee with you. I had just started at Surfer and I was trying to oh, figure yeah. out a way to get you in the fold at Surfer yeah. because I thought that it would be valuable. You know, yeah. that Derek started the hot seat. You could bring him in do it. You thought totally. what you guys were doing was great. Um, and, uh, I almost got fired for that.
3: See? But look at me. All I, all you had to do was leave and then I got to, I got to swoop right into Surfer no problem.
2: Yeah. It's
3: easy. It's easy. Totally. All you have to do is apologize when you're wrong.
2: (laughs) Do you think you were wrong?
3: Uh, I was, I think I was wrong with the way I treated Todd. Yeah. I think I, I hammered Todd without having met Todd. Yeah. 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 Which was, which was not cool. Yeah. So, uh, Yeah.
2: Don't you feel like that's sort of what people, cri- like that's sort of the main criticism leveled at you most of the time, right? Sure,
3: and I'm happy to, to continue to make fun of everyone in the world without meeting them. But once I meet them, then I reassess if I was right or wrong. And I, I really like Todd. Yeah. Like I thought I found Todd well, to be...
2: Don't Well, I mean, I feel like the best stuff that I've ever gotten from you is the stuff from you having deep and personal knowledge of people. Not these like surface level is that, that true that's, that's, that's not true yes it
0: is it absolutely is scoot- wait totally. Okay, let's scoot, let's start scoot, let's scoot your chair up onto the mic let's start because so like, if you're looking at Chaz, i want your voice to be hitting yeah the mic yeah at least so maybe scoot it like a foot this way let's let's start from the top too yeah david lead yeah, us yeah, out yeah, um i'll still keep some of this stuff sure All right, one final postscript after that epilogue. Ashton was referencing Jamie Brissick right there. He was listening to the Jamie Brissick episode and he was driving to this meeting. Um, If you've not listened to this show before, we have a number of different formats under this network, a number of different shows under the network. He was referencing an episode called Wax On. Wax On is long-form interviews with different surf luminaries. Last week's episode was with noted surf writer Jamie Brissick. So if you'd like to hear that episode, SurfSplendorPodcast.com is where you find it. We have an archive of 200 past episodes, and um, you can listen to them all for free there. Uh, you can also download the show on iTunes, any major podcasting app. I have another show called Spit, which is available on a different podcast feed. Just search Spit Surf in your podcast app or SpitPodcast.com. It's basically a news recap um, covering all of the latest surf industry news, WSL events, things like that, co-hosted with Scott Bass. So check those out. And then we also do a series of um, interviews with surfboard shapers, Shaping Surfing, which you can also get on the Surf Splendor feed. Everybody from Eric Arakawa to Tom Parrish to Mickey Munoz to Ryan Lovelace, Matt Parker, all sorts of surfboard shapers. So check out the entire network of shows. It's all on surfsplendorpodcast.com and spitpodcast.com. You can also support the show in three ways. Share it with friends. You can make a financial donation on the website. Or you can also sign up for a Fin subscription on fanatic.com. Use promo code PODCAST. By using that promo code you will get your first month for free it's 10 bucks a month and you get unlimited access to every fin manufactured by fcs futures and a number of other large brands it's a really really awesome program they ship them to your house with a paid for return um, envelope it's just like the netflix dvd program use them as long as you want, return them whenever you want, and they'll ship you the next set of fins off your queue. Fanatic.com, promo code podcast. Support this show by supporting that awesome brand, and then you'll benefit from the subscription. It's super, super cool. All right, thanks for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. I'll be back next week with an all-new episode. Thanks.